0: Does the name Alexander Hamilton Stevens ring a bell to you?
1: The not gonna lie. The only thing popping into my mind is Alexander Hamilton. Okay. Um, the hit play From by the, Lin yeah. Manuel Miranda Hamilton.
0: Not the same guy. Okay. But um, to preface this, I was in D.C. recently. You know, yeah, I, I, I was there doing my thing. I took a tour of the Capitol. Yes. Was looking around, and there's this room. Took
1: a took an unofficial tour of the Capitol headed right. by Lauren Bobar, Um, when there wasn't <laughs> supposed to be any tours of the Capitol on going on. on that day. Yeah. No, no,
0: but there's this room uh, right outside of the House of Representatives chamber. Okay. Where uh, states can send in statues, like the state legislatures can vote and send in a statue of whoever they want. You know what I mean? Like uh, a person from their state that has contributed to good or that, you know, represents their state. Like Kansas had Amelia Earhart, for example. Um, Some state had the dude that came up with GMOs. Cool. Um, So just like, you know, figures or politicians that are important to the state's history, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Georgia had Alexander Hamilton Stevens, and this guy apparently was a previous governor of Georgia. Okay. And he was also... The vice president of the confederacy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Which wow. blew my mind. The confederacy. Like, I, okay, I know that states get to vote and send in whoever they want. That's a traitor, this, dog. He's a terrorist. That's it. <laughs> he's a terrorist to the union. Could I send in Osama bin Laden? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Michigan. And he had a quote on his uh, his little statue. It says, I'm afraid of nothing on the earth, above the earth, beneath the earth, except to do wrong.
1: Hey, Yo. <laughs> This dude This dude Bro must be living in fear (laughs) absolute fucking bewilderment At all the things he did And endured. Bro is just scared all the time Bro's most famous quote Oh my god The leader of the confederacy He was so so confident Uh huh Oh my goodness.
0: How do we have a statue of a vice president of a terrorist nation to the United States uh-huh. in the halls of our own capital?
1: No, like facts, I, I get that the States
0: can send in whoever they want, right? It's up to the States. They get to vote States rights, whatever, but Jesus Christ, like I, we got to draw the line somewhere, right? Like, we, we can't just have traitors to the union in these Bro, sacred halls, nah,
1: Illinois, Illinois should just pull up and submit Ted Kaczynski. To represent them. <laughs> on God. <laughs> on God. They could put on his little plaque the Industrial Revolution and its consequences. Because, I mean, clearly, clearly, it doesn't matter if they were racist to put him here. You know no, what I mean? No, there was, like,
0: so, uh, there was devout white supremacists Although Ted too.
1: Kaczynski doesn't pass the racism test. I mean, the Industrial <laughs> Revolution. You He's know what I mean? He's from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> born and raised in Chicago. I got to pull up right here.
0: I mean, shoot. If we're having the vice president of a terrorist
1: state, might as well. If we're looking at it by way of people who did the most harm. Yeah. I think Ted Kaczynski is a few rungs down than the vice president of the Confederacy.
0: On God. Whew. Welcome back to Head in the Office, everybody. Welcome to a very interesting news week because we missed the biggest story last week by like One of like the biggest hours. stories
1: of the year. Yeah. Looking like how it's going to unfold. We just just happened to miss it a little bit.
0: Yeah. You know we're talking about tr- the Trump raid at Mar-a-Lago oh, yeah. in Florida by the FBI, and we'll get there. We but will. Before we do, I'm going to um, swiftly remind you all to buy some Head in the Office merch. Which you're so inclined. You know, it's been up for about a month now. Um you've so had true. you've had access to it for over a month now. And if you haven't bought it, I don't know what you're doing. Um get your money up. You <laughs> poor broke left. Yeah. If you're not willing to spend money on yeah, come on. Yeah, uh, that's in the description. Head in the office.com. You can also check out the Patreon, YouTube, TikTok, you Instagram, Twitter, Discord, everything. It's all in the description below. Um today we like I said, we gotta get to Trump's troubles in uh, in Mar-a-Lago. More like the FBI's troubles. Tr- yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Um CDC drops a new COVID guidelines. <laughs> And we got a couple of other news stories to get to, but before we go there. It's been a week, folks. We got to read our five-star reviews because we have two today. Very lengthy ones, I will add. Um, If you want to leave a five-star review, you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We'll read it on the show as long as it's five stars. Naturally. Give you a little shout-out. You can write something for us to say. We'll say literally anything. I'm gone. At any word you put in the field (laughs) will be spoken. Um, Thanks. And if it's too bad, Gage will say it. But I got this first one. It's uh, from a person, Sam A. Maloney. They say hi. Uh, their review is first thing first, since you asked for it, you're both super cute, oh especially when you blush. And oh now you got me gosh. blushing. Uh, love the show. I just started listening and I'm going back and starting to listen to your past episodes. Anyways, about a month ago, you mentioned the left not letting its craziest rhetoric go mainstream. And you mentioned a Twitter kerfuffle about Anne Frank being a Karen. <laughs> yeah. Felt you should know that it was recently revealed to be a pro-Trump cult that got somebody killed. It could also <laughs> happen like. here. Just did it on an uh, just did an episode on it. I just thought it was really funny when you tried to think of a piece of crazy rhetoric on the left. It turned out to be a pro-Trump cult co-opting leftist language to create controversy. Hope this finds you blushing.
1: That's so funny. It's like that that shit happens more often than you think too. Like there's there was a CIA document from a long time ago about like how to infiltrate like leftist and communist mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. And it was uh part of the part of the like core um tactics that they wanted their agents to employ to get these groups to scatter and disband was to just start going like crazy with the rhetoric you know mm-hmm. what i mean like the um i'm sure everyone's seen that video of the dsa meeting where it's like oh, point of personal privilege uh i don't think we should be using we should be using gender inclusive language you shouldn't refer to things as this and they're just they they just keep fucking going mm-hmm. i just think that's so funny That's what I, that reminds honestly me of.
0: i think if the cia dropped an updated list on how to uh infiltrate leftist organizations it would just be like let the men be Little Spoon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, how, that's how you would get in and gain their oh trust. Oh, my God. You have unfettered bro. access to everything if you let the dudes be Little Spoon. Uh, really? But I think what this reviewer is uh, is mentioning specifically is this group called Bl- the Black Hammer. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, that's, didn't what, he's, they that's just, what he's mentioning. Didn't something
1: just happen? They found a dead body? In yeah, I think department. I think that's what he's talking
0: about. And they also were the ones that came up with the Anne Frank controversy because they wanted to get more clout for themselves. Uh-huh. So they just made up a controversy about Anne Frank, oh. you know, being a colonizer or whatever. And that pissed everybody off. And apparently they're just a <laughs> fucking right wing fascist organization. They're fucking
1: they're they're black separatists. They're fucking insane, mm-hmm. dog. It's oh my God, they're they're wild.
0: All right. Second review here. Uh easiest five stars ever by Black 1037. They say, just two absolute kings doing what they love, bullying politicians, police, and failed entrepreneurs, along with every other annoying Twitter user, truly the number one geopolitics podcast, and the best brothers in Christ in the game. Stay away from putrid Pelosi and maniacal Mitch, biggest W hands down. That's
1: right. Appreciate it. That's what I'm saying. I'm so passionate
0: about bullying politicians. (laughs) That's exactly what I needed, and uh, speaking of politicians being bullied... Um, unjust politicians uh, uh,
1: unjustly yeah, oh, oh my god bro <laughs> speaking of uh, unequal treatment on between the, law. the the two branches, what happened of the to the Fourteenth Amendment? <laughs> on, on God, um, we're talking
0: about Trump's raid, the the raid on Trump's house by the FBI. What so,
1: happened to the president previously not ever being charged with a crime just because he was the president? Huh? Yeah, wow, yeah. Joe
0: Biden. This is really a, a shadow army that you leading <laughs> on right God. now. Uh, so, as you have no doubt heard by now, Trump's estate in Mar-a-Lago, uh, Trump's estate Mar-a-Lago in Florida, was raided last week by the FBI while he was, I think, in New York. Uh, oh, so God. he wasn't actually there. Which is sad. That would have been Aww. funny. But it was rated, nonetheless, by the FBI. Now, there's a ton of reporting on this. A lot of different people saying different things. Not all the information is out yet. But yep. we'll uh, we'll do our best to give you the good bits and give you what you need to uh, survive the next few weeks. Exactly. Of uh, rhetoric Just online. Just figure out
1: what's going on. To center yourself. You exactly.
0: Know? Center yourself in this conflict. So, on Monday... The FBI did a raid on Trump's house that was confirmed by Trump himself in a Truth Social post Like mm-hmm. pretty soon after it started. Uh, he specifically said that they broke into his safe, which is uh, an immediate omission of guilt in my mind. No, for real. Because you need, I mean, if you don't know how these things work, you need warrants for basically looking at every different thing. Mm-hmm. Like you'll need warrants to enter uh, every separate room. You'll need a warrant to open up drawers, to open yeah. up safes, that kind of thing. So this already confirmed that they had warrants to do basically whatever they needed to do. Thanks. Um, and I in the warrant specifically, it said the FBI wasn't allowed to go into rooms or um, talk to people that were just like residents there that weren't, you know, like Trump related. Yeah, because Mar-a-Lago, Cause it's, a
1: it's officially designated as a hotel.
0: Yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. So um, pretty interesting. This prompted a bunch of protesters to show up outside of Trump's house. Oh, Um, yeah. On a Tuesday night, go get a job, you lazy Magus supporters.
1: Oh, God, you jet ski salesman. Uh,
0: I'm sure you can imagine that they accomplished a whole lot, you know, (laughs) doing that. Exactly. Uh, The raid was authorized by Merrick Garland himself, uh, Attorney General of the United States, apparently without Joe Biden's input, and was conducted to, quote, seize all physical documents and records constituting evidence, contraband, fruits of crime, and other illegally possessed uh, materials, according to the language of the warrant.
1: Um, so which, crazy, which is crazy because when you actually like look at the things that have been reported that Trump took, he took not only like regular top secret documents, mm-hmm. but he took top secret documents with a, um, I believe it's a SCSEIC designation, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means that these documents can only be opened and viewed in facilities designated secure, right? You can't just open these up and look at them with a clearance. They have to be in specific facilities. They're not allowed to leave and they're not allowed to be opened anywhere else uh-huh. by only specific people
0: and now folks um you may be saying well he was a previous president doesn't he have some privileges no actually um, <laughs> not anymore uh and this is also a violation a violation of the espionage act because like gage just mm-hmm. drew out explicitly uh you can't take documents from their severe secure locations yeah. uh and do whatever you want with them even <laughs> if you are a former president um a separate judge also had to sign off on the warrant Meaning that there was multiple people that were approving of this action. It wasn't just Merrick Garland or Joe Mm -hmm. Biden, you know, sending troops in to go attack Donald Trump. Um, But this, of course, comes after the DOJ and the January 6th committee have been trying to get documents and testimony from Trump and Trump officials for months now.
1: They had subpoenaed certain documents from Trump, hadn't they? Yeah. I know um, one of Trump's personal lawyers sent out a letter saying that all documents had been returned. So Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of people are saying that this came out of nowhere, that this is just a thing. This is purely political prosecution. They're basing it off of nothing. How come nobody did this for uh, the Hillary server thing? How mm-hmm. come nobody did this for Obama when he had documents? Hillary server, one, it'd be fine if they did, because those are crime. Hillary server, they got taken care of. Obama's documents were uh, taken back by some other organization the National in Chicago. Archive. The National Archive, yeah. and they're all held in the National Archive. You can look at the National Archive statement by it, but if they did the Trump thing, that'd be fine. Go after them, too. You can't do that stuff.
0: Bro, could you imagine if Hillary Clinton got raided by the FBI? Oh, fuck. That's, oh
1: that would be God, so good. Bro. That would... Oh, this my God. Sort of that an would be right, a sort of That's, I just thought it was so funny that this is literally, for any of the Hiddle Book Club listeners out here, I know it's one of our least popular episodes, but whatever. whatever yeah, I'm no, up. it's fine. I'm not bitter that. about it. I only sat there for 18 hours and listened to an odd Hillary Clinton Authored audiobook for fun. It was really good. You know, it's super good. Yeah. Check out the episode and check it out. It's just like that. It's just like no, when they rated like,
0: Dunce House. There's, there's literally a scene that is exactly the same, except they're kidnapping a terrorist <laughs> yeah. rather than yeah. uh, getting documents. Of top
1: but, secret documents. The former president had been harboring a literal terrorist. And he was in Florida at his resort home.
0: <laughs> it's it's Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump. It's absolutely hilarious. Maybe Hillary Clinton set this up. Oh shit! It was- <laughs> Hillary Clinton notorious for not having any run-ins with the FBI, of for course. real. For real. Um, and then I wanted to bring up real quick the Fox News image of the judge. Holy they literally,
1: shit! They took they took one of one of what I feel like is one of the most famous images of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein on together. Plane, yeah. One on the plane, and they just they photoshopped the judge's face on Epstein's body with a box of golden Doritos and whiskey yeah all very poorly photoshopped in there no
0: yeah it was very clearly fake but this photo was shown on air on fox news to make the judge seem like he was just a fucking pedophile or something the conservative strategy right now is to just call any of their political opponents a pedophile
1: facts like that's all they know how to do and just fucking lie show doctored images on air to your very impressionable audience the biggest the biggest news network in the country It's just showing false images of a judge
0: hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell. That's crazy. Even
1: like speaking of Fox News being the biggest news news channel in the country, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. I found out the other day, you know how you, when you think of like late night television, you think of like um, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, Trevor Noah, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. like that. You think that they're like, oh, those are the big popular ones. You know what the most the number one rated, like highest rated, highest viewed late night show is? What? Greg Gutfield show no shot that dude is not funny that dude that dude has sucks. never been fucking funny oh he has my God. never said anything cool or just even like ironically funny
0: mm-hmm. when you're like
1: watching conservative content maul at it he's just awful.
0: God damn, bro. If there's one thing conservatives will do, it's watch TV. For real. Holy shit, dog. Like they complain so much about the lazy leftists. Ride. This generation's way too soft. They're not doing enough. They're not working hard. No one wants to work anymore. Yeah. All they fucking do is watch Fox News. They will sit on their
1: couch for hours and watch Greg Gutfield. That's Slim Pickens. <laughs> Holy shit, man. It's like what bro you're watching Greg Gutfield. Oh my god, Greg Gutfield's over. What am I gonna do now? Oh, looks like I'll flip the channel over to uh Newsmax and yeah. listen to that one fucking guy. Just
0: absolutely <laughs> melting their brains in front of their TVs. And then they call us lazy? For they real. tell us to do our research? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Jesus. Anyways, Fox News did a funny thing by putting that image up. Um, the warrant, though, specifically directed agents to find classified documents that Trump took uh, that contained sensitive information that he was not allowed mm-hmm. to have anymore. Trump, of course, said he had no such information. He said that they already sent every uh, bit of documents away yeah. uh, that they were asked for. Which is... An explicit but. lie. Well, yeah, that's what it, I was thinking.
1: Literally seized the documents. Like they, you're, there's no hiding it at this point. Yeah,
0: Trump's lawyers and Trump had said like, yeah, we handed everything over. Everything we have right now is declassified. Mm-hmm. But that to me, like I, that just seems like. No nuance, just a lie.
1: Yeah, no, just blank face lie. And then he went on Truth Social uh, the other day, and he made a post saying that actually I'm requesting that the FBI return attorney pli- client privilege documents that they stole and seized from the raid. Which oh, okay, dog, right? <laughs> yeah, because that's real. Your your tweet, uh, not tweet. I, sorry. Truth Social post. I know Twitter's a sore subject for this guy. Your your post on Truth Social just is legally binding, considering that you also submitted no request for the documents back, like no legal requests, Uh uh just a post on Truth Social to lie to your fucking supporters. It's right in your face. It's crazy.
0: Sorry, dog. Um, Me having nuclear code still is protected by attorney-client privilege. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, in total, the FBI sees 27 boxes, 12 sets of documents, uh, 11 of which were classified or secret, Uh, two binders of photographs, a handwritten note, a presidential record, a clemency grant to Roger Stone, (laughs) and apparently some information on the president of France. I don't know what that entails fully, but I just saw that that was a part of the things they collected. So maybe Emmanuel Macron is is fucked somehow. I don't know.
1: Maybe he was going to drip feed that to, what is it, Le Pen? Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, And also, as I just kind of joked about, there was also some information on nuclear documents as well. Love that. Um, But the nuclear codes change all the time. They don't stay the same for Mm -hmm. that long. So I don't know exactly what it was. Um, but that was among the documents that were seized. And surely some more information will come out. I in the, can't in the wait days.
1: till more information comes out about this. I can't wait to find out. Like, well, I guess we won't find out exactly what's in it because it's top secret and classified. But just f- to find out what it pertains to, you know? Yeah,
0: I want to be real mad if just nothing comes of this. If nothing and they're comes just getting this, documents to return them.
1: If nothing comes of this, this whole thing is a fucking optical nightmare. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to any chances in the midterms. Oh yeah, the the fucking boost that Trump has got from this within his base. I saw um Politico did a poll. Trump gained right after the raid a ten point boost over DeSantis. Like Damn. ten more points over DeSantis because of the raid on Mar a Lago. His supporters are absolutely rallying. They're uh they're going and they're gonna go fight like hell over to the the Good Morning Mug Club with Steven Crowder <laughs> to spend twenty percent off to see Steven Crowder's uncut thoughts about this raid. Yeah. To hear Steven Crowder yell
0: at you to go vote harder. <laughs> no, I was just about to get into the optics of this. Because that's what's most important, yeah. of course. <laughs> and that's the first one was that they're just turning into libs. They're just that's so funny that the, uh, this is basically their Roe v. Wade, right? Like it is 100% their Roe v. Wade. This is their Roe v. Wade. And the response from most conservatives, from Dan Bongino crying on air on Fox so News. So funny, dog. Tucker Carlson. Actually, he was absent from Fox News because I think he's afraid of Alex <laughs> Jones stuff. Uh, but, you know, your Ben Shapiro types, Steven Crowder types, they're all just crying about voting. Yeah, like Stephen Crowder even explicitly said, like, we cannot vote for any Republican that isn't for the complete dismantling of the FBI.
1: Wild. So, I love the cab arc.
0: <laughs> I love the conservative ACAB arc. It's crazy. They're going to accidentally do something good <laughs> for the American <laughs> for people. They're going to accidentally make it so the FBI stops breathing down yeah, the neck get, of every leftist Get the left CIA, too.
1: Get the CIA, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, a narrative that I do want to talk about, though, is uh, this sets up a dangerous precedent. Um, A president shouldn't be able to target Their political opponents Oh
1: so true brother (laughs) So true it's incredibly political Lock her up Dog he did an insurrection (laughs) What do you you mean It's not even just the insurrection I feel like this is even like insulated from the insurrection He just he stole top secret documents You can't do that you just can't do it
0: And it's like Some people were saying, wow, they really just went in for top-secret documents and they waited this long? And it's like, well, first of all, there's a whole investigation that goes along with these things. It's not like they immediately knew where they were and they were immediately planning on going in. Like, this is a last-ditch thing. The FBI doesn't want to be viewed as partisan. They want to try to operate in a in a way that at least is perceived as nonpartisan. The last thing they want to do is raid a former president's house. Oh, yeah. But if they're left with no other options, then yeah, of course they're going to do that. They And they, they subpoenaed these documents. They asked to get them back. They did various investigations. They were trying to get documents back in any other they, way that they, they could. They
1: exhausted every other legal, legal measure that they had yeah. to get top secret classified documents back from the biggest man child to enter government.
0: Yeah. And it's not like uh, doing this kind of thing was even desired by yeah. the FBI. And by the way like the the director of the FBI the current one was appointed by Donald this Trump. This is Trump's FBI. Like it's it's not anything that Joe Biden did explicitly. Look at us running defense for the fucking FBI. I'm this is how it, stupid bro. Republicans it, are, bro. Jesus Christ. Uh, another one though. I'm going to have to agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> <laughs> another one though. This is what a this is what happens in a banana republic.
1: That was so funny. uh, That was like the word of the day.
0: So what happens in a banana republic is your uh, political elites are held to the same legal scrutiny as everybody else, (laughs) apparently. actually that's what happens in a democracy my guy in a banana republic political elites get away with literally anything that was
1: uh that had to have been my my favorite talking point is that if this can happen to president trump this can happen to you (laughs) i guess i better go flush all the top secret documents i have in my home down the toilet the top secret documents i have right here in the studio Uh uh-huh i'm gonna have to go flush down the toilet just like trump tried to do
0: yeah i mean and it's like (laughs) why why should we why should we allow our political elites to just do, like, literally anything they want?
1: Facts. No, literally, people are actually running defense for, what is it, executive privilege? Yeah. The fact that no other president has been, like, indicted of a crime right. or and gone after. It's like, yeah, that's a, a precedent. It's not a law. It's just a thing that's happened. Mm-hmm. That's been wrong. Yeah. Like, just because they were the president doesn't mean we can't go after them for breaking the yeah. laws.
0: Yeah, because, like, what's the logical conclusion here? Like, you be you get elected president, and then you can just do literally anything? Yeah. Like no, no law enforcement can ever come after you because it'd be viewed as partisan. Like of course not. That's silly. That's Very a banana silly. republic. Goofy. Um similar to that though, this is a political attack. Which is what Republicans and conservatives will say about literally anything. If Matt Gates was arrested tomorrow, it would be a political uh-huh. attack.
1: This is just like Elon Musk. Yeah. (laughs) Just like his sexual assault allegation.
0: They're going to claim literally everything is a political attack because the only way that they can ever justify them having power is by claiming to be the victims of some, you know, system that is oppressing Mm -hmm. them. When in reality, they have literally everything they want.
1: It's just another extension of conservatives thinking that anything that they believe is separated from politics and politics is only what those dirty liberals do. You know what I mean? It's just like how uh, they're all chanting, lock her up for four fucking years to get Hillary Clinton in jail, which, hey, hey, yo. all I'm gonna I, say about that one yeah I mean whatever I mean whatever go for it you you do you you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all chanting lock her up protesting get Hillary Clinton put away for Russia or whatever the fuck that she did they're still tripping about Benghazi which I mean to be fair that that yeah. shit was bad you know what I mean yeah but still they do all that that's not political
0: my favorite one though is uh like similar to this is that wow they raided Trump's house but nobody that's connected to Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and it's like you do realize Trump's house would be raided if they started doing that to people with those things. <laughs> I mean, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton too, but like Trump has pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. Multiple pictures with yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, like, like you th- you think Trump would be saved from that? In the little black book, like. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, it's really funny how um protecting national security and holding politicians accountable somehow is an attack on conservatives. Um Facts. I think you should uh, you should think about that one. Chew on that one in your brain a little. For
1: real, bit. for real. Take it uh, get some more wrinkles, you know? Uh, best one though. Defund the FBI. Maybe this is a double whammy. One, Trump gets raided, gets the documents taken away, and we get to defund the FBI. (laughs) Why didn't we do this years ago? For real, they should have had local law enforcement do the raid. Oh, my God. It's just so funny that people like Marjorie
0: Taylor Greene are saying this because it's like, ah, yes. FBI, a historically leftist institution, (laughs) an institution that has never targeted leftists, has never, you know, assassinated leftist leaders. The three-letter
1: organizations, institutions that have historically done just good things for the Mm -hmm. people, um, institutions that haven't just, you know, given crack away to black communities, funneled drugs to poor communities, done things like that all over rampantly.
0: And then my favorite one. (laughs) This is a certified hood classic. Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah, baby.
1: Hunter Biden. Let's go. They're not raiding Hunter Biden's <laughs> house. Donald Trump gets raided, but Hunter Biden's oh, walking Donald free. Trump gets raided, but nobody raided to get Hunter Biden's laptop, huh?
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. There was this, this, one, this one meme that the right tried to make. I don't okay. know who made it, but I just saw it. And it was like Hunter Biden looking out a window, and it's like Hunter Biden breathing a sigh of relief as the FBI goes past his house to Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're so stupid. Hunter Biden is a private citizen
1: incapable of not being corny
0: yeah trump, honestly trump is a former president of the united states like <laughs> like yeah hunter biden sucks like he's a piece of shit whatever
1: but like like this has nothing to do with hunter biden yeah guys this is a political attack so let's do political attacks
0: uh-huh yeah, yeah exactly. i hope they raid hunter biden's house one day and find him like fucking uh four people and doing crack and they take a video of it hell yeah and then it's shared on all social media platforms and then somebody <laughs> puts like uh rap music over it and it just looks like a music
1: video it's just, it's Just Deftones right there. Just Deftones music video going crazy. You put the 90s grainy filter over it. That'd be phenomenal. Oh, wild. Hunter Biden's like cool.
0: You know I mean? like he's I'm going cool to need, like, guy.
1: an AMV account to hop on that, you know what I'm saying? Literally, literally.
0: Uh, anyway, I think that's... Am, am I missing any narratives here? I don't um, think so. You'll notice that they never actually uh, disprove, like, why the FBI went to go and do this. Oh, yeah, uh, They're no, kind of just pointing just the finger elsewhere.
1: Immediate calls to defund the FBI from yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene straight up and another representative. I can't remember who, but um, there were also... There was um there was a threat that a Trump supporter made. He brought a gun to like an FBI building somewhere. Fuck. Yeah, a couple of days ago, and then I think yesterday or two days ago, record on Sunday, as always, you know what I mean? Patreon dot com slash head in the office. Uh-huh, quick uh-huh, plug, quick uh-huh, plug. Uh-huh. Uh, the other day, two days ago, a day ago, there were just bi- a huge protest outside the uh, FBI building in Phoenix, in Phoenix, Arizona. Nice, something like that. Just armed, defund the FBI signs, going crazy.
0: <laughs> they're they're on the radical leftist. <laughs> That's crazy. Their ACAB arc. That's wild. I hope they get it done. That would be that would be something interesting. That'd the lefted wasn't able to get it done. The, the Democrats were not able to get it done, but the Republicans <laughs> they get it done. Fuck they they yeah, defund baby. all of our um all of our law enforcement agencies. That'd be sick. We're, uh,
1: speaking of defunding things. Let's defund the libraries. On God, you know what I'm saying. On God, so uh, let's let's zoom into a less national headline, right? Okay, okay, and go go to more local politics. So in Jamestown Township, here in the great state of Michigan, oh shit, right? A conservative group led a valiant charge to defend the ones who can't defend themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the woke indoctrination at a public library. Mm. That's right. All brother. the
0: kids visiting public libraries nowadays—that's right, brother—are uh, going to be saved. You know what this library did? What they do?
1: They dared. They dared to display an LGBTQ oh, book. Oh, shit. That's a crime in their humanity. adult section. Are you serious? That's <laughs> what I'm saying, brother. That's what I'm saying, brother. I could not believe my eyes when I was reading this headline. They dared to put an LGBTQ book in an adult section. What's next?
0: Uh, there's going to be gay people in the library? Oh yeah. What the, the hell? The local Christians did not like that. What's
1: next? You're going to teach us about the Civil Rights Act? They did not like that one bit. Oh no. No, 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 no. So the book in question that was on display at the public library was um this book called Gen- a graphic novel called Gender Queer: A Memoir. Oh,
0: and it's graphic. By um
1: <laughs> I'm going to butcher this name, Maia Kobabe. Y'all know. y'all know me. I don't read the names at the end of the show. Exactly. Y- you know exactly. what's good. You know what's good. And it's just so funny because this book has become one of the most banned books in the fucking country. Mm-hmm. And it's listed in the American Library Association's top 10 most challenged books. That's awesome. Right at the top of the list, right? This author should feel very proud. So- Naturally phenomenal work. Naturally I went to go check it out. Because uh-huh. like I had to. Like what, what's all the fuzz about? You know what I mean? I I want to protect children. Exactly. I want to yeah. protect children. So I want I want to read you all uh one of the excerpts, the most raunchy excerpt that I was able to find okay. reading through this graphic novel. <clears throat> Let me get going.
0: We better have to stop the show after this one. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. I better this need to take ten this one might get us censored, you know <laughs> what I'm saying?
1: The main quote. The main trait the, the whole thing is about um they use e air m pronouns i'm sorry i'm gonna butcher look, that it's look. like it's a variation of they them without the thes in it you know
0: okay look i mean oh, we we're obviously gonna respect everyone's pronouns uh, yeah no i respect never, everybody's gender identity never i'm just dumb yeah, never gonna like question <laughs> like, someone's gender identity make them feel bad for it but sometimes i do lose the plot
1: yeah sometimes like as a cis man, i'm just I, fucking i'm dumb. sorry like, like that that's honestly all it is like they use a air m pronouns yeah, that's how it does, do what you right? want. Do what you want, though. We respect you. We 100%. we fuck with it. We fuck with this author, author. So A wrote the main trait I've always been attracted, and it's about them discovering that gender identity. The whole book is their gender identity, their sexuality. Uh-huh. Air gender identity, air sexuality. We're trying our best, people. How they're gonna do? It. I'm really trying here. Um, and so A writes the main trait I've always been attracted to is androgyny, which made categorizing my sexuality difficult. Did the girl with a buzz cut catch my eye because she was a girl or because she was dressed as a boy? Was it his seemingly feminine or masculine qualities that drew me to the long-haired boy inquire? My deepest emotional relationships have always been with women. Did that mean I was a lesbian? But my sexual fantasies involved two male partners. Was I a gay boy trapped in a girl's body? The knowledge of, the, the knowledge of a third option slept like a seed under the soil. That's, that's the most raunchy bit that I hell? found in, in the whole graphic novel. What the, That's just a normal experience. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like... It's just someone talking about just how they felt. Like, oh my, oh my God, I'm not sure if I'm attracted to boys because I kind of like feminine qualities on boys, but I like masculine qualities on girls. I don't really know what that is. Let's explore that. What? It's this? It's detailing air um, fucking emotions trying to deal with the subject, trying to discover them, themselves. That's crazy. Because, like, I mean, imagine if your kid... Y- discovered insert
0: introspection yeah, i
1: read that that would be bad i read that now i'm a
0: raging homosexual <laughs> no, like I, I mean we've made this critique before but i feel like this all stems from the conservative fear of ever introspecting on how they feel about anything because the moment you stop and think about any of your convictions as a conservative you immediately understand that they're contradictory oh absolutely you can't like there's so many competing ideas in their brains and just fucking stupid ideas yeah in their brains that they will literally fall apart if they think about themselves too much
1: like they, they're 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 philosophy here is if you're if you're presented with these um situations and circumstances and made to realize that they're and that they're okay that that's gonna turn you into something like that you know what i mean if you're presented with anything relating to the gay experience what it is how i discovered that i was gay lesbian whatever then you're immediately gonna have to turn into that no, yeah,
0: it's it's crazy. That that's also the conservative narrative is that if it's more prominent in society, then more people will like turn into. It's so it. trendy. Yeah, it'll it'll become a trend, and we know this because we've we've posted takes online before. Yeah. We get a lot of feedback, and anytime we say something like this, people are always like, "No, it's just
1: become a fad now." Yeah, you guys don't understand. It's such a trend to be a homosexual. I really just want to like suck dick because it's a trend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No like that's literally what it is. It's just like, wow, 20% of the population is not straight now. That must mean that it's the Democratic exactly. leftist indoctrination creating more gay people. That's that's why they they put in my mind the idea of sweaty balls and that's why I like it, you know what I'm saying? If a if a child ever reads that,
1: they will suddenly start I, I don't know. Like, what's the conclusion? Like, I don't know. What's I don't know. Happen? And it's crazy because the the Jamestown conservative group, obviously a Christian group, right? They were fucking freaking out about obviously them grooming kids. They were freaking out so much where they successfully harassed the library director into resigning. Oh so God, that's crazy. All over this one book that was there. Uh huh. They it was displayed in the adult section, mind that, you, on like an LGBTQ stand. Nobody probably read it. On God. <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> <laughs> Like, like no notion. Sh- the matter is no hate to the author whatsoever. But like, I, kids,
1: pro- I, kids probably were not reading that book. On God! On God! No, it's crazy. If if they want, if they want to discover this about that, they're probably going to uh, fan fiction websites, do whatever the fuck they want. If you know, you know. Yeah, no. If they, if kids are already like fighting to uh, fighting
0: against our systems of indoctrination yeah. to learn about LGBTQ things this young.
1: Then this book is, is, is not yeah this book is not really doing the work if you know what I mean exactly no chances are if they're going and seeking out this book they've been reading some crazy fan fictions yeah. on Io three or whatever no but like unironically parents will
0: <laughs> parents are more willing to harass school officials and like librarians yeah. than actually monitor what their kids do on or the just internet. look
1: inward and stop being <laughs> yeah. a fucking bigot it's
0: like, crazy parents would rather like execute a school official in the street than monitor what their kid does on the internet.
1: Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> and then, so, like, the, the library staff, in response, they they took the book away from the adult section. They put it mm-hmm. behind the counter. So you had to ask for it if you want It wasn't on display anymore. But that wasn't enough. The Jamestown conservatives took it to, like, a vote, like, on a ballot, and they voted to take away 84% of the library's funding.
0: Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. What? All you can have in the library now is Ayn Rand. (laughs) (laughs) All you can have is Ayn Rand and the Duck Dynasty guy
1: books. (laughs) What the fuck, dog? Dude, it's crazy. So this is going to successfully shut down the library in a fucking year. Some notable quotes about the book. That's going to be like, like, that's like 80% of the staff losing their job. Oh, that's just the library gone. Yeah. That's frankly, that's all it is. All the upkeep gone. They left it with like, a couple tens of thousands of dollars, and that's it. That's crazy. Forever. Though. You know what I mean? So here are some notable quotes about the book by James Hound Conservatives. <laughs> <clears throat> they're trying to groom our children to believe that it's okay to have these sinful desires. That's pretty bog standard. So, okay, yeah. That's pretty bog standard. Um, I, I still love how they're on
0: about the grooming thing. Exactly. Like somehow learning about human existence is grooming. Uh-huh. Like- Okay, if that's grooming, then is singing uh, is learning about any straight couple throughout history, or in books, or in novels, or whatever? Is that grooming oh, at that point? Ab- absolutely not, brother. No, because that's not, not a. Sin. You know why?
1: You know why? I'm gonna use this next quote to explain it. <clears throat> it's not a political issue. It's a biblical issue. <laughs> All
0: right. <dog>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just like mask off. I don't give a fuck about objectivity. I don't care about <laughs> kids being able to learn. I want them all to be indoctrinated with the same beliefs I hold. Because if my kid ever grows up and challenges my belief system, I'll feel bad about myself. That's right. And I'll be sad.
1: That's right. So that that, that was a banger, I personally thought. Yeah. that That's one that really caught my eye. The apple of my eye, if you will. And here's here's the final But it, But quote. it's the
0: liberals that are imposing their beliefs onto everybody Oh, else. absolutely. Okay. They're
1: yeah. really shoving this book down my throat when they take it behind the counter for somebody I have to ask. <laughs> Yeah. 40K. I just can't A believe there's that I it.
0: myself have never interacted with because my kid has never brought it home and never will because See, they, they, need, they don't. They need know about to get it. this far away. I really want to
1: suck dick right now. They need to yeah. get this so far away from me. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and the final quote: It's only the LGBTQ stuff that bothers me with my kids in particular. bothers me. If you're older, make your own decisions. That's totally fine. But with the younger kids, I just believe it should be away from them. Why? That's what I'm saying. Because it's not political, it's biblical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well,
0: it's a biblical problem, you know what I'm saying? If you look through the Bible, you'll find the verse where it says um, kids should not be reading books that I don't like. Thanks. Because it makes me uncomfortable.
1: Ho- hopefully now they can uh, with the with the very little funding, the the library can be just run by run by the Jamestown Conservatives, and they can stock it with um, the the King James Bible, uh-huh. yeah, uh, no, all course. those Duck Dynasty autobiographies. Uh, maybe the maybe definitely the Frank...
0: not the Torah,
1: not the... <laughs> absolutely not the Torah, not the Quran. Whatever you do, get those out of there. Maybe maybe they could put the Tucker Carlson book in there. Oh, for uh, those sure. are all very appropriate for children. Those are all things. That children love to gravitate towards. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, Get all that LGBTQABCD, all those the letters of the alphabet mafia. out there.
0: <laughs> it's right, brothers. It's, it's the alphabet mafia <laughs> corrupting our children. Now, like these are the types of people that are one, they complain about indoctrination, mm-hmm. and then two, these are the types of conservatives always saying like we don't need diversity of people, we need diversity of thought. That's right. But then when there's diversity of thought, and their kids are learning about uh, different unless ideas, you think gay. They they take away eighty-five percent of the library's funding. Like these are the biggest conserva- or
1: these are the biggest snowflakes and conservatives on the planet. Conservatives, conservatives also love to talk about how um what is it, sanction? Not sanctions. Like like things like BDS, boycotts. Uh-huh. How boycotts like don't work. You shouldn't like boycott. Like Ben Shapiro is a big guy that always loves to talk about specifically BDS and how boycotts are wrong. They don't do anything, blah, blah, specifically blah. Specifically
0: with like Israeli products. Exactly. Uh, that come from like shit like, like that.
1: They love to talk about that until it's gay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Until it's gay. And, and then it's like, take all their funding away. <laughs> take and all also, their money. Take
1: away all these jobs. I'm going to harass a library employee into quitting.
0: Yeah, no, it's like, take all their funding away and also kill the nearest uh, trans teacher you can find. Like, that's what it <laughs> no, is. No, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I love it. I love how these people, and like that, of course, is like completely in opposition to their narrative that they've been mm-hmm. holding for so long. Uh, that kids, again, should learn about diversity of thought. But also, going back to like the groomer stuff, nobody can explain how this is a grooming.
1: Oh, yeah. Nobody has explained it. They don't even know what grooming means. Right. Like Grooming is just, oh, being gay?
0: Unironically, when you make it so kids struggle to understand their sexualities, they continue to grow up because they're not exposed to these ideas. You're grooming them into straightness. Well, not only that, but also you're opening up to you're opening them up to being groomed because mm-hmm. they don't understand themselves nice. and their own bodies. And then other people will be able to take advantage of them Crazy. because you're not allowing them to be exposed to ideas that they can actually relate to as they grow up.
1: It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Insane. You know what? Honestly, this is a certified hood classic. That's right. Baby. This is
0: um a certified Nazi classic. Actually, <laughs> oh, thanks, because is almost exactly what the Nazis did. Back when they were doing their well, back when they were doing their tomfoolery, if I you know love, what I'm talking about, I love book burning. Yeah, no, it's actually really cool. Um, conservatives taking another dub in our home state. That's right, baby, usually, great state of Michigan. Usually, we'll bring up stories and we'll be like, you know, Arizona, Texas, Pennsylvania. Like, figure this out. Now it's on yeah, us. Now, <laughs> this is our now, fault. Now I'm gonna have to go to Jamestown. I'm gonna have to get involved. I'm gonna have to pull up to the west side, do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of shenanigans and tomfoolery, though. The CDC Absolute is up to some tomfoolery, buffoonery, if you will. The CDC is up to some tomfoolery. So after more than two years of dealing with COVID, mm-hmm. uh, putting restrictions in place, giving recommendations, conservatives have, uh, have finally, they've won. They've taken the mask off and the CDC has given up. Yeah, they've, literally. <laughs> they've given completely
1: up. fucking gave
0: up. Uh, if Wild. You're, if you're wondering uh, what, I'm, what I'm referencing here specifically, the CDC released some new guidelines for COVID-19. Um, and very
1: loose guidelines, and I wouldn't. I, w- I
0: wouldn't say. I mean, I'd probably rephrase it and say that they uh, unreleased guidelines <laughs> or removed <laughs> restrictions. I don't know, uh, but I have some bullet points here. So, okay, within their new recommendations, they basically do away with social distancing. No more sixty rule doesn't really matter. Uh, no more emphasis on regular testing. Crazy. No more emphasis on contract tracing outside of hospitals and high risk groups like nursing homes, for example. Yep. Um, no required quarantine time. Once you have knowingly been exposed to COVID-19. Wild. Which is crazy. Um, and then people who test positive should stay home for five days and wear a mask around others for 10 days.
1: Should. 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 Like, that's it. It's just a should. It's a light yep. suggestion.
0: Yep. Uh, the CDC, of course, always, as always, recommends masking still, but there's no requirement to do that, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, upgrade Recommends upgrading ventilation systems, which is like... All right, <laughs> well, just, how the fuck am I supposed to <laughs> upgrade my kids' school ventilation system? Whatever. Uh, they recommend vaccination, of course, and the use of antiviral medication, and then they remove the requirement for kids to test negative before returning to the classroom. That's the exposed. wildest
1: one. Yeah, that's honestly the wildest one. Removing the requirement to test negative. That's mm-hmm. kids. Parents are just going to send their kids to school with COVID. Yeah, they're just going to fucking kill people. Five hundred people are dying every day right now to COVID. Well, yeah, I
0: mean it's the same parents in Jamestown. That wanted to get the gay books out of school also uh-huh. don't give a fuck about their children or others' people's children. So they'll send their sick kid to school. Oh,
1: absolutely not. Absolutely not. They won. Maybe, maybe there's a silver lining. Maybe they're doing this so that they um they won't be perceived as going as crazy when they, I don't know, maybe tighten monkeypox guidelines. Yeah. Because I've seen, I saw earlier today that Florida, Florida's reintroducing two-dose monkeypox vaccines. They're ramping up an effort to do that in Florida the mm-hmm. Sunshine State, white baby Jesus baptized in the Florida waters not Florida. No, oh, yeah, because you know? Jesus Christ was white. See, and they're ramping up vaccination efforts for monkeypox down there. So maybe they're trying to do that to put the focus on monkeypox, maybe, but I still think that's kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, I mean, we not that we've really seen much indication that they're going to do a ton about monkeypox. I mean, yeah. were, the reaction was already slow when we knew it was coming uh-huh. and we have vaccinations for this disease. Anyway. They, they just let it go on so long just telling people
1: it's the gay disease. Yep. They just let it go on. People live. Literally posting like this is a gay disease. Yeah, I'm not gay. I don't have to worry about it. No, the craziest thing about monkeypox though, it's it's really hitting home because uh, the rec- they they've been recommending don't go to thrift stores because it can live on. Oh, It true. can live on materials for like 14 days. I mean, if you wash That's your clothes, tough. Just that. I mean, I guess we're I, don't I don't know. I have no idea, but like y'all, we we need to get get a grip on this Are you All right, y'all. I need, I'm stepping I need in. new clothes. I'm,
0: I'm stepping in. School is starting soon. I need to go thrifting. For real, I can't afford to go to J C Penney. I need people. to hit the Goodwill bins. People, come on. Yeah, no, exactly. But uh, yeah, these these guidelines crazy. Mm-hmm. Like no required quarantine time after you've been exposed. It's completely gave they completely gave up. Yeah, like, no, that's all it is. And like,
1: conservatives haven't even celebrated like I thought they would. Maybe the Mar-a-Lago raid has overshadowed the COVID news. But- yeah.
0: I mean, and, like, doesn't this completely dismantle the idea that the CDC is somehow, like, dominating us and lording over us and, you know, population control yeah. type shit? Because that was their whole narrative. Yeah. Was that the CDC, like, you shouldn't allow the government to make decisions about your health and all that kind of stuff. And now they're just, like, giving up. Uh-huh. Doesn't that dismantle the idea that they were ever really trying to control you?
1: Yeah. Because they've they've given away their power. It's crazy. They're just saying this is going to be an endemic virus. We're just going to have to live with it. Yeah. And it's honestly conservative's fault. Uh-huh. It really is. No, yeah, like, it's their fault. Like, the, the fact that we you're going to have to live with COVID, maybe forever now as it becomes end- endemic in the population is the fault of conservatives. Uh-huh. It's the fault of people not getting vaccinated. It's the fault of disinformation campaigns running rampant. It's the fault of people like Tucker Carlson having the largest platform in the country uh-huh. saying that masks are bad. Masks
0: uh-huh. at the very if least. You see some, if you see someone put a mask on their kid, call
1: the police. Dante couldn't even get down in hell where the fucking bar is. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, some out-of-pocket CDC guidelines, Um, and honestly, hot take, uh, I feel like the CDC as a government organization doesn't get to just give up. (laughs) No, (laughs) no,
1: for real, for real, because the the whole thing, the whole thing this time has been like, we got to put our faith in science, and mm -hmm. now the scientists are giving up. Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do? How can I, how can I combat any of these talking points when you're giving them credence? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're doing the thing.
0: Yeah, like, I I feel like if you're a government official, you know, I can complain all the time. I can feel like giving up because I don't have a position of power over other people. I
1: I have a podcast. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You don't get to just give up, though. (laughs) (laughs) or like if you want to give up give someone else your job and let them do the work no you you don't get to just quit
1: nobody nobody's life is in my hands as Mm -hmm. a podcaster i can complain and bitch all i want Mm -hmm. but you quite literally have the 500 people who are dying every day to this disease just right in your hands yeah you can you can stop that you can ease that burden
0: and it's like yeah i i get the cdc has tried a whole number of things the biden administration has tried a whole number of things democrats across the country have tried a bunch of stuff when it comes to the disease and a lot of people People are never going to budge, right? It's like the. the but the, like, you, you still, you got to keep trying because there are people that you may not have reached that you could reach. There mm-hmm. are people that could be saved by continuing to impose these kinds of regulations, at the very least, masking regulations. Holy oh, shit.
1: Oh, 100%. As kids go back in the fall, yeah. It's ridiculous, dog. It's absolutely insane. And it's just the. To even expand on that, just the general populace has just given up on COVID. Yeah, I, they, I'm sure that's where this decision has come from. They see that no one's complying with existing orders anyway, so mm-hmm. you might as well just ease them to, I don't know, save some face for the organization or whatever. But, but still, that's the thing. But still, you can't do that. You're not supposed to be political.
0: That's the yeah no. That's that's the point I was about to make is that the whole critique of the CDC this whole time has been that oh it's a political organization trying to take down Donald Trump. How are you going to do anything to save face? That's not your job. Exactly. Your job isn't. To to save face and like look better and and preserve trust in our institutions your job is to do what's best for public health
1: exactly exactly dude it's it's ridiculous
0: yeah obviously you know there's probably some data behind this that they're using to make decisions we're not epidemiologists or anything like that but like like you can't look at that and tell me that it doesn't seem rushed with people going back to school soon Mm -hmm. and that it's just like them caving Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, like, uh, Anthony Fauci said, like, a year ago, I feel like, maybe maybe a little bit less than a year ago, that we need to, like, get the economy restarted. Yeah. And that people need to, like, it that's, was that's back when it the lowered airlines, five days. Yeah.
1: It was the, because uh, Delta asked, the Delta CEO had asked the, uh, not the FDA, the fucking CDC, CDC. yeah. He had asked the CDC to lower quarantine time quarantine times because it was fucking up some of their margins and they went and did it the next day. Mm-hmm. Come on.
0: And they lowered, um, yeah, they lowered quarantine t- days to, what, From five? From 10 to five. 10 to that five. That was day. early. Earlier
1: this year, because that was when I had COVID.
0: Yeah. God. And everyone was like, what the hell? Like, what, what are you doing? We need 10 days. What happened like, to the well, science
1: behind 10 days? Uh-huh. Like, You're not supposed to be acting like this. You're not supposed to be doing the political thing. Uh-huh.
0: Gotta love that. Gotta love that. CDC. Um, goofing up a little bit, in my opinion.
1: A little bit of a goof. In a silly, goofy mood, you know? I feel like,
0: I mean, even if you really wanted to do this, make this kind of uh, judgment, change the guidelines in this way, why not wait till, like, October just to see? Because we know For that COVID real. cases spike in the fall and in the winter when everyone's back closer together and people aren't doing outdoor events as yeah, much it's a
1: it's fucking respiratory virus right. you know fundamentally how respiratory viruses uh-huh. spread it's inside indoors and close quarters contact
0: if i know i know that you know god, <laughs> god. you should know better <laughs> uh anyways moving I mean, on to um, dark brandon dark the shadow brandon. irs army yeah, there's been uh, lots of lots of memes, lots of discourse around Dark Brandon that's been popping up. And I think um, 87,000
1: 87, new soldiers entering the, the dark shadow army. army. That's yeah.
0: right, baby. Uh, so last week, the House passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the bill that we've already talked about, invest in climate and health care, make some changes to the tax code. Um, the bill should be heading to Joe Biden's desk pretty soon. So that's
1: exciting. Big signing.
0: Um, it's passed the Senate, it's passed the House, passed the House, 220 to 207. It passed, it passed Joe Manchin. It passed Joe it passed, it
1: passed the House, then it passed Joe Manchin. That's how you know so it's going to get signed. So it's going to get signed. We're going to have it.
0: Uh, so the bill passed in the House 220 to 207. Zero Republicans voted in favor. Love that. Um, and also, side note, before we get into all this, I feel like we let Republicans get away way too easy. As a
1: culture. As, like, yeah, as a broadly, culture. Broadly.
0: We let Republicans get away with voting against good things way too fucking easily.
1: No, we did not go nearly as hard on them as we should have for voting unanimously no against stimulus checks, even though they were good voting all no against extending unemployment Uh and then taking credit for the good things that it caused.
0: Yeah. If the Democratic Party at all was like worth their weight. The Republicans would never win another election. If if they had some balls, if
1: they acted like us on the microphone, we
0: could go crazy. The Republican Party would be non-existent right now. And there would be a leftist opposition party because everything that the Republican Party supports is bad.
1: Yeah. There's not yeah. A,
0: except for defund the FBI. That's that's the one thing. Shout out. <laughs> shout out conservatives for that one. Might have another party switch at this
1: point. No, it's crazy. I was thinking about that the other day. I was hanging out, I was hanging out with a group of people, right? And one of the people I was hanging out with uh works for like a congressman and she answers phone calls yeah. like from constituents and the constituents are just yelling at her and she's like, God, I know I just can't be mean to them because I'll lose my job. And it just had me thinking, I don't gotta worry about that. <laughs> yeah, for real. I can I can say whatever the fuck I want, we're, frankly. We're crowdfunded. <laughs> I, I'm crowdfunded. I just have to appease you all. The marketplace of ideas that's that's we are just at the whim of the market i I just have to worry about being banned on tiktok for being too mean exactly
0: exactly. uh so the bill of course as i said passed the senate previously 51 to 50 with 50 republicans voting against Mm it um it passed as soon as we finished last week's episode Love Which that. is just a fucking theme for us. <laughs> All the exciting news happens on Monday and Tuesday. Maybe
1: Sunday's the bad recording day. Yeah. Just maybe we fucked up with that. Business one.
0: model has been backwards this whole time. God. I guess. Uh, so it's heading to Joe Biden's desk soon. As I said, um, Biden's agenda, though, he's had a pretty good summer. Yeah, um, he he's got the gun reform bill, which was not everything Just, we oh, needed, meh. but like it happened. It uh, the happened. The Chips Act that passed formally, that's completely done. Passed Joe Biden's signature oh, okay, and everything. OK, That's good. Uh, the PAC Act, I don't know if it's been signed yet, but it will. That's it'll a make great it. one. It'll make it. That's a big achievement. Um, chips Act, of course, was the investment in uh, chips manufacturing mm-hmm. here. And the PAC Act was veteran health care. <laughs> Insane that there was... Dramatic expansion Ever to a it. doubt in anybody's mind. <laughs> uh, and now the uh, Inflation Reduction Act is going to
1: pass. Um, and conservatives are very upset. Conservatives are upset that Congress got to do something under Democratic president. No, yeah... <laughs> That's the crux of what all this is, is that (laughs) Democrats got to do something that's going to help a couple people. That they've been wanting to do, (laughs)
0: that they were vocal about
1: wanting to do, that they admitted to wanting to do. That conservatives say they want to do, but it passed under Joe Biden. Yeah,
0: and like, let's just like, we'll take a look at some of the things Joe Biden has done. But like, okay, the gun reform bill, right? That was a bipartisan thing for the most part. But there were still, I don't know, 40, 30 some odd Republicans in the Senate Mm -hmm. voting against it. It That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, the CHIPS Act was going to be held up by Republicans. It was like 175 Republicans voted against it in the House. Purely a good thing in a neoliberal sense.
1: Yeah, oh, they no, should they love support this. This is very, very market-oriented. Protecting
0: national security and manufacturing in the United States. You would think uh-huh. that they'd want to support They love
1: that. corporate welfare.
0: They voted against veteran health care for people that we
1: sent to war that were exposed to toxins and carcinogens. They said, oh, my God, you got you got cancer? Aw, you had to sleep <laughs> next to a burn pit where we were burning jet fuel and carcinogens? Just in the air right next to where you sleep. Yeah. Get shit and, on. And now they
0: all unanimously voted against lowering health care costs. <laughs> what, what, and, and not even for everybody. Not Just Medicare. <laughs> like people that are enrolled in Medicare
1: god damn
0: it. how I how was, can you how, how is this a I real political party again if the democrats if the democrats took their job seriously in terms of how they play politics how they win elections republicans would never win it's Honestly, insane that they're still able to win it's
1: like the the random mar lago very important right yeah huge fucking news one of the biggest pieces of news in the year but i feel like i should still be hearing about how every almost every conservative voted against um contraceptive access mm-hmm. almost every conservative like their their abortion votes their their um protect price at the pump act votes
0: equality in marriage equality
1: in marriage Baby i should still shortage. be hearing about those yeah because those are fucking wild we we shouldn't let them get away with that
0: yeah we cover this kind of stuff almost every single week and yeah. we do that explicitly to reinforce the idea that it is conservatives in this country, despite all the smoke and mirrors, despite all the the narrative uh, rolling of the dice that uh-huh. they can do, that they are the ones trying to destroy the country. It's crazy. They are the ones trying to take people's rights away. Talk about all the Supreme Court decisions. Talk about all the votes that Republicans are making. Mm-hmm. Talk about how the party is acting as a whole. If Democrats did this every single time they got up on the mic or in an interview or on the news or yeah. on, you know, face the nation fucking whatever, then I feel like we'd be in a much better place. Because goddamn
1: conservatives do it all the fucking time. Yeah. They are always on their fucking late night Fox news talk shows talking about the Democrats are doing this. The Democrats are fucking grooming your children. The Democrats are turning your yeah. kids gay. And they got to lie. They're lying. <laughs> they got to make they gotta lie to make this work. They, they got to lie. Democrats got to tell the truth. <laughs> they got to lie about turning your kids gay. They got to show literally photoshopped images. Uh-huh. I, I like, I can't go on there and photoshop a picture of Matt Gates next to literally on Epstein's Island, like in good conscience. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe it'd be a good thing, but I can't. Can't do that, <laughs> right? I, all I got to do is tell the truth, and I'm right. I'm confident in being right on the left, you yeah. know.
0: And I mean, like, part of it is just in American culture. I feel like so few people actually care about how their politicians are voting. Oh, one hundred percent. It's all rhetoric. Okay,
1: oh, they, yeah. oh, they only
0: care about rhetoric and owning the libs or owning the conservatives. But when you actually look at how these people are voting republicans are fucking evil uh-huh. <laughs> like that's that's uh-huh. the only explanation uh-huh. they just and it hate goes, you
1: it even goes back to something we were talking about earlier about conservatives thinking that their positions are non-political just so wild the rhetoric that we allow to run rampant just amongst general people like uh-huh. the american body politic how conservatives can walk around every day viscerally fucking hating trans people mm-hmm. and thinking that that's not a political opinion yeah that's insane to me right all of your opinions are political opinions you cannot separate these things from politics mm-hmm. it's wild yeah also i mean like they want to kill them like, yeah like, like yeah the concern like in, they like, want to genocide everyone in the lgbtq
0: like i that's definitely a belief held among like every republican official that endorses uh-huh. these views but among i don't know if it's a it's a belief that like your average conservative holds but they at least have some contempt Mm -hmm. for trans people and they will vote for politicians that will facilitate the slow genocide and bleeding of the lgbtq community
1: but oh it's okay because don't worry they defunded the library now i have to get to pay 24 dollars less in taxes every year yeah wow putting money in my pocket baby yeah because the library was the
0: fucking burden (laughs) on the system yeah, teaching our kids is such a burden. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Allowing our kids to have access to, you know, reading is a burden <laughs> on the fucking system.
1: Reading, free internet, access to computers for those that don't have it because most public libraries have that shit.
0: Yeah. No, but like if if Democrats would get up whenever they're speaking to a crowd and- Or even if they're on the debate stage, right, come November or October, whenever debates are happening, and they're debating a Republican, and they're both vying for the same seat, if they don't go on and say, you tried to vote down the CHIPS Act, you tried Mm -hmm. to vote down the PAC Act, you voted against the baby formula, funding for the FDA for the baby formula formula shortage, you voted against preventing companies from price gouging at the gas pump, you voted against all other kinds of good measures, that would
1: be so effective and I don't know why they don't do It'd it. It'd be insanely effective and even if they didn't want to go that crazy, if they if they focused on like the three people that are undecided in this country like they always like to do and got up and talked about how like things like the Jamestown Library, if they got up there and they're like you're literally cucking your own community mm-hmm. when you defund the public library. Yeah. What about the fucking poor kids? What about all the people that use this library? because it's a library. Uh-huh. You know what? I mean it's a public good, a public service that uh-huh. people use that poor people fucking need to be able to function because we don't have things like broadband internet access for everybody. Right. If you talked about things like that, maybe you could win over those undecided people instead of saying uh Glenn Youngkin is Trump. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like. Yeah.
1: Come on.
0: Oh, fuck, man. Democrats got to <laughs> love them. But um getting back to the IRA here, the Inflation okay, Reduction my Act. My bad. Um talking about the IRS. There's been a uh, there's been some I don't know. Narratives, optics floating around <laughs> yeah. that Joe Biden is raiding a shadow army. A yeah. uh, specific quote from Kevin McCarthy here from the great okay. website, Twitter.com. He said, Do you make less than $75,000? Uh, Democrats' new army of 87,000 IRS agents will be coming for you with 710,000 new audits for Americans who earn
1: less than $75,000 a year. Who the fuck did he even get that number? Uh, He made it up, I think. I know, like, (laughs) 710,000 new audits? Yeah. Can you even fit that in a year?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that audits are going to be going up, but not on people making $75,000 or yes. The the
1: people making $75,000 a year are not the ones committing tax evasion. They conservatives like that think that when they get a letter from like like when they get a w-2 in the mail mm-hmm. or something they think that that's like the man coming to get them you know when they sell something for like over 600 bucks on ebay and they get a letter like hey you got to pay a little bit of taxes mm-hmm. on this you got to shoot us 10 dollars." they think that that is the oppression that's right like, like the up.
0: irs will be like hey you're 65 dollars off <laughs> of yes. like your annual taxes pay this money
1: to us thanks and it's like, it's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying for sure. I w- definitely will not fight that. But that's not you being fucking audited, all your receipts being gone and, through
0: and all this. In fact, the IRS has had to shift the tax burden onto middle class and lower class people historically because Republicans, conservatives have refused to fund the IRS. Yeah, it's Which hasn't allowed them to go after people that are using tax loopholes to get away with not paying their taxes when they're making billions. It's
1: because they didn't have the extra 87,000 employees that they couldn't go after these people. Because yeah. these people have crazy fucking lawyers that can just look at loopholes all day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's why they're going after middle class people. That's why rules like the fucking, I can't remember what it was, but it was earlier this year, something about $600 transactions. Yeah, that The yeah, IRS yeah. was going to be going after interpersonal transactions like that. That's why they have to do shit like that. I don't agree with that rule necessarily. I think that's a little pedantic and dumb. Yeah. But like, that's why we need this funding.
0: Right. Right, and of course, Kevin McCarthy is just lying. Nothing in the Inflation Reduction Act actually authorizes the IRS to go after anybody they weren't already going after. Yeah, like there's nothing in the bill that has to do with the tax code that would give them the power to go after anyone new, other than the people that are making billions and yeah. using loopholes to get away with the not people who taxes. they could
1: not go after before.
0: Yeah, and also there are going to be eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents added to the mm-hmm. IRS. Um, But they're not all going to be for collection and enforcement. Some of them are going to go to IT and other services within the the IRS. And also the IRS has about 80,000 employees right now. And some estimates say that around half of them are going to retire soon. Wow. So wow. you kind of need new people to be hired. You know what I'm saying? Like you need <laughs> uh-huh. new positions to be open.
1: It's just the IRS is a great example of conservatives defunding an institute, a government institution, making it run like absolute dog shit to do whatever it needs to do to stay alive. And then saying, guys, look at government bad. Yeah. Bureaucracy bad. But look at the deficit. <laughs>
0: look at Democrats trying to spend money when I have completely gutted and cr-
1: uh, exactly. fucking hit with a crowbar to I- the knees. Ignore Trump's historic Deficit spending pre-pandemic, very important note, Mm -hmm. pre-pandemic, Trump had upped the deficit, historic amounts. Let's just talk about the Democrats.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And also, I just wanted to add that um, there's been this narrative going on that the job postings for the IRS, since the IRA is about to be passed, some job postings have gone up that listed amongst them within the responsibilities like carrying a gun. Okay. And conservatives have lost their mind about this. Why? They're like, well, the the Biden administration needs to explain why they had a job posting for the IRS that included carrying a weapon with you. The IRS has a uh, criminal branch for investigations,
1: federal agency. And they've always
0: carried weapons for like 100 years. A
1: law enforcement type of thing. Like, they uh, they love weapons, they love guns. What What happened to Shall Not Be Infringed?
0: Yeah, huh? and, like you've got uh, it's like people like Matt Gage, Stephen Crowder, you know, the, the worst human beings on the planet yeah. talking about how like wow The IRS is buying ammunition with their funding. They've always done this. It's always been a thing. IRS (laughs) agents within, like, the criminal investigation branch have always had weapons on them because they're going after criminals that are evading tax fraud. They're
1: there when they go on these raids and these crazy audits.
0: What what universe are we living in
1: where it's Republicans that are the
0: ones (laughs) that are against federal agents and law enforcement having weapons, and we have to defend them?
1: Like, what? have we shifted into a new timeline what is happening something crazy must have happened after we recorded the last episode there was
0: had to have been like a full moon recently <laughs> uh something changed in the ether that is like made us be the ones defending federal law enforcement something's agents. in
1: the water dog I, I gotta be too bad Alex Jones is is stuck in this trial he can't get on here and Help me with it. Help me figure out what's really going on here. Alex Jones Jones is being held up in this trial. Notice the timing, right? All this weird stuff happens as soon as Alex Jones is locked up in a trial with a with a satanic pedophile judge. (laughs) That's that's
0: what we should really be looking at here. I don't even like, I mean, we talked about this with the library thing, but I like, how do you communicate with those people? I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, I don't you know, know. We are, uh, we're specialists in, you know, <laughs> analyzing optics, communications, messaging, that kind of like that's yeah. all that. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> I don't know how you get the, like, they're living in another reality. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't inhibit the same, they don't live in the same earth that we do.
1: It's like crazy. I was, I was talking to somebody the other day. Right, don't know how I got into this situation, but they're talking about like the the old school we used to go to, right? And one of the teachers just came out as trans, uh, mm-hmm. male to female, and they go, you know, I think you can do whatever you want with your body, but how could you do that to your daughters? And I was just like, uh-huh. what? what? Like, well, that's crazy. What the fuck, dog? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, fucking blew my mind. And this is one of those people's apolitical. I yeah. don't, I don't participate in politics. I don't, I don't do any of that. But
0: no, I mean, like, that's the same shit that um, people would say about, like, um, you know, if somebody's dad came out as gay. Uh-huh. Like, that's the same shit that they would say to them. Like, even today they would still say that, but it was much more prominent, you know, 20, 30 oh, years yeah, ago or whatever. Oh, yeah, today happens all the time. But it's just, like, it's the same narratives that they are recycling over and over and over and expecting mm-hmm. us not to notice. I mean, the, the, the labeling... The labeling of Black Lives Matter as a radical organization that is hell-bent on, like, destroying the United States is the exact same thing they did to the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. It literally, word for word sometimes, is the same rhetoric. Yeah. They they don't have any new ideas. They're just recoding them, repainting them for new political movements or, I guess, counter-movements so that they can oppose, I don't know, liberals being more inclusive of other people. (laughs) And, of course, they've always hated education so because... they can oppose people you
1: know, doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, like, freedom. Though. Freedom, freedom.
0: Actual freedoms that yeah. matter. Um, anyway, all in all, uh, the IRS is um, going to go after corporations now a little bit more because they're going to be able to. base, uh, And that's what the Inflation Reduction Act does. Um, Very good. Because you got to pay for it. And they're paying for it by putting a tiny little tax on stock buybacks and uh, 15% <laughs> tax on corporations. Minimum tax on corporations. Tax. So.
1: All good shit. Yeah. We covered it in the last episode. Go check that out if you uh new listener. Yeah, yeah,
0: Republicans should run on um telling working class people that they should be the one paying taxes and not corporations. See how that works out. Facts. I wish they would do
1: that. Uh anyway, that's the that's the last story I have. That's the last story you have. All right. to, to round out the show, I want to again talk about a little somewhat local thing. Not here to right. Michigan, but over over in Arizona. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna shit on Arizona a little bit now. Hottest state in the Union. Exactly. So in Arizona. We got a guy doing 16 years for pot. Oh, deserved. That's Did, a gateway drug. That's you know right, that? brother. Let's dive into the details so we can really understand why why this violent criminal deserves what he got. You know what I mean? It's a gateway drug. <laughs> so in 2015, this guy, again, I'm going to butcher the name, Uh, Trent Budita made the mistake of accidentally selling weed to an undercover cop. He ended up selling to this cop like four times, totaling That's one break. whole ounce of marijuana.
0: That's a lot. Four
1: separate sales to total the the grand total of one whole ounce of marijuana. I'm guessing um, weed is illegal in Arizona. We'll get to it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We'll get to it. Right. One whole ounce of Arizona in 2015. Uh, He was then arrested and sentenced to 11 years for the sale alone. And then an additional five years for a parole violation, which we'll get into. Trent was on parole for an armed robbery charge, which court documents indicate he pleaded guilty to and that he had no involvement in the actual robberies themselves. He was just an accessory. And this happened when he was only 15 years old. So very young, minor, right? right? Yeah, okay. Okay. And then he was 22 at the time of the the weed sale. So he had already been on parole for seven years. He mm-hmm. had been on parole mm-hmm. since 15 for that crime. And now that he's served seven years, he's applied for clemency. Right. And this is where it gets a little wild. The current clemency board was directly appointed by the wonderful Arizona governor, Doug Ducey. Oh,
0: protector of our elections. Talk about Hero him a, a whole lot
1: on this show. Yeah. G- great guy. Uh, fantastic stand-up dude. And... um. Uh, the makeup is the makeup of the board is what I really want to talk about here. One member was a former prosecutor. Another was an ATF agent. And another was a detective with the Phoenix PD. Oh, no bias there that's, whatsoever. That's, that's all law enforcement, baby. Mm-hmm. Those are all people who have dedicated their lives valiantly, heroically.
0: Uh, to putting black people in jail for pot.
1: <laughs> violent criminals in jail for pot. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, they denied his clemency. In their denial of his clemency petition, one member said, quote, considering his participation in violent crime with street gang affiliation, I believe his sentence was appropriate. The board also used his disciplinary history with his seven-year prison tenure to justify their ruling. You want to hear about his disciplinary history in prison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This includes, quote, several occurrences of disobeying a verbal slash written order and... One instance of minor criminal damage. One instance? What One instance. That's just all that it said. Oh, okay. One instance of minor criminal damage. He's a violent criminal. I don't know, maybe like he broke a trash can or broom or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Violent criminal. Uh, he was so violent that he was a GED tutor in the prison and was taking <laughs> college classes while he was there.
0: Violent Keep him off criminal. the
1: streets, baby. Keep He's him off the streets. He's a danger to public health. And that's that's what I wanted to talk about here. It's like Even with all that considered, that's not even the most insulting part of this. Weed's legal in Arizona now. I I thought so. Weed is fucking legal in Arizona. As of when, do you know? I do not know as of when, but okay. like fact of the matter is right now, weed's legal. So and he's talking. in jail
0: for weed. Yeah. And
1: he's in jail for selling an ounce. And then the parole violation was, I think is fucking stupid. Anyway, uh-huh. he committed the crime when he was 15. You know what I mean? This is not a violent offender. Right. Not the he same had, person. He had anymore. sold to this cop four times totaling an ounce. I know people who just go buy weed by the ounce anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Be chilling. Yeah. Smoke it in a weekend. Whatever. Violent criminals. You do whatever. Violent criminal way, that I hang out with, yeah. you know? And I just wanted to talk about the only reason to uphold sentences dished out for possession and sale like this is to enforce the idea that the law in of itself is this ultimate thing Meaning any instance of someone breaking the law should be dealt with not only based on the assigned moral weight of the law, but based on breaking the law itself.
0: Yeah, no, like, it's it stems from the this idea that the law exists because the law is either found in nature or it exists for itself. Exactly. When it's not. Like, our laws and our political institutions should be built to service us and produce good results for us, they're not our, to just exist.
1: There are best attempts at codifying societal moral values. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's assumed that... I would assume that because the law is an attempt to codify morality, that when we recognize a law as unjust and get rid of it, that would mean that that law, in effect and in practice, is immoral or. Put undue harm onto yeah. the people that it affected. Mm-hmm. So nobody should be in fucking jail for weed. Yeah. To uphold law for the sake of law is fucking abhorrent. It's just like what we talked about with Ken Paxton and the sodomy laws. Uh-huh. It's the Nuremberg defense. Mm-hmm. That's that's all you're doing here. It's dumb. It's stupid.
0: No. It's the, and it's the same thing with um. What was it? Shin v. Ramirez. Yes. Um. You uh, innocence isn't enough to uh-huh. get you off of death row. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter if you're actually innocent or if the law that you violated is no longer in place or anything like that. If the procedure demands that you are in jail or you be killed by the
1: state, mm-hmm. sorry, that's procedure, buddy. Pro- procedure is more important than the sanctity of human life. You're gonna die? take that, sweaty. That's really sad. You are for gonna you. sit in prison and rot for 16 years. You're gonna waste away your 20s because you you sold to an undercover cop by chance, These by accident. Halls. And I I just, I just love how this parole board is just calling him such a violent criminal for selling weed when when he did something. He was an accessory yeah. to something bad when he was 15 he didn't even do the bad thing when he was 15 yeah they call them a violent criminal for that despite not having any parole violations for seven years and then he sold sold weed to a cop come yeah. on and
0: that was yeah and and not to mention that like locking people up for years on end for selling weed doesn't actually discourage the selling of weed absolutely not. that it doesn't work just like the death penalty doesn't actually discourage violent crimes mm-hmm And specifically with selling drugs, a lot of people end up doing it because they have no other option. They're not doing it for fun. People don't just take on risky behaviors because they think it would be fun. People are forced into doing it because there aren't either there aren't enough employment opportunities, which is the case in many cities such as mm-hmm. Detroit. There literally was just more people than employment opportunities. You have no choice but to fucking sell drugs. And then the CIA made them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or um, your employment opportunities are so shitty that you might as well spend your time doing other things because you don't want to submit yourself to working. You might as hours well on end. take
1: the fucking risk. Exactly. And just do it. Yeah, and no, it's crazy. And I just felt felt like we needed to highlight that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out Arizona. Shout out Arizona for um doing some, like, kind of doing a lot of bad stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Arizona's
1: been popping off recently.
0: Kari Lake, a QAnon conspiracist on the ballot for governor. Oh, facts. Um, Let's see. What else have you been doing? Somehow
1: worse than Doug Ducey. That's had,
0: crazy. I, I think that was where uh, some secretary of state candidate is an oath keeper.
1: Oh, so Arizona cool. is where the Shinvi Ramirez decision was from. Yeah, it was that Arizona versus U.S.
0: Um, and then, uh, Mark Kelly, you, hopefully you can Mark protect that Kelly. guy. Oh
1: God. Uh, Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten a Great, great Senator. If we got any Arizona listeners, I'm so sorry. Y'all gotta start it's hot there something. too. And it's only getting
0: hotter. I know it's hot and it's dry. It, <laughs> I don't, I can't tell if you're the victims or the car or the, the heart of the problem. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all need to, to fix your act up a
1: little it's bit. It's like worse. Arizona was jealous that Texas and Florida were getting all this attention. And they're like, I want to get my name out there. Yeah, I yeah. want to get up Not there. Not for
0: abortion stuff necessarily, but we're going to kill people. We're going to do some <laughs> crazy
1: shit. You guys watch. We're
0: going to do some killings. Because they got to stand.
1: Everybody's hopping on the abortion wave. Honestly, yeah. a bandwagon if you ask me.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the people on this clemency board were all just getting paid by like private prison Industries. that's crazy
1: what the, the funniest part of it is there's a there's like a statute saying that people on the clemency board can't all be a part of the same profession and huh. a lot of people have uh like a lot of people have raised concerns about this and there was a death row inmate who his lawyers actually brought that fact up to a judge and the judge said law enforcement isn't a profession how <laughs> what is it then <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying it's a way of life brother. law <laughs> enforcement a prof- it's a calling brother <laughs> <laughs> public service these colors don't run i was called to this that is the most bootlicker response of all time it's not a profession i mean the arizona legal system is a little fucked oh my god dog we live in
0: dystopia this is like the worst possible thing that could ever happen i love it um, well, I think that wraps it up for our episode. So a
1: great news week, uh, everybody. Great news week. Week. Uh,
0: you know, we had some, we talked about some good news last week, stuff passing. You know, mm-hmm. things were on the up and up. Dark Brandon rising up, taking power. The, the
1: ebbs and flows, yin-yang, yeah. if you will.
0: The, um, the tides.
1: Exactly. The tides of our
0: lives uh, experiencing this political climate as so, we do. So
1: poetic, so whimsical. <laughs> what, oh can what can I say? Oh, my God. What can
0: I say? But before we go. Before we go, we gotta thank our patrons that make this possible the every single investors. week. Uh our investors that give us the opportunity to preach to you. For real. As we do. Preach my um, sermon.
1: Get on here every Sunday exactly. on the Lord's <laughs> Day. <laughs> Literally. And preach my
0: sermon. It's biblical. It's biblical. <laughs> uh, if you want to become a patron and have your name shouted out at the end of our episodes, go check out the Patreon. Patreon.com, Thanks. head in the office pod. Uh also, once we hit six hundred dollars, we'll be doing a QA come
1: join the congregation you, you can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but get the lord's blessing join the congregation help us establish a 5013c yeah 501c
0: uh Anyway, special thanks to Cricket Scrapbook Layouts, Nikki Nine Lives, Kaden Kraut, Lord T, Chris the Postman, Christy Beck, Talia Katz, 40% Spite, Andrew Harris, Mike Chaplinski, Mattias T, John G, The B Plot, Omar Zuno, Clayton Lafort, Ash Fairblood, Mark Yeager, Sarah McRoberts, Derek Messina, Dylan B, The Mind Sculptors, Kaz, Caleb Joy, Jim Bobs, Carl D, Rich Toro, Tari, Gavin Meyer Maldonado, Hunter W. Fergalaki, Max Vazquez, Jacob Rogers, Colton Muberry, Fixer Punk, Jim Egbers, Megan Latow, Jeff Muzzy, and my mom. Thank Let's you go. all for supporting the show on Patreon. Thank you all for
1: being a part of the congregation. Making,
0: making Head in the Office possible. For real. Being a part of the council. Maybe our clemency board. Oh, our very own clemency board, Backed by uh, whatever private prison backed companies Backed by the blue, operate. baby. Yeah, that's right. The, uh... that's right. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, defund the FBI, and we'll see you all next week. Have a great one.